What are the things that you do want to do? Or what are the things that you do want to be able to achieve? I want to be an example of success um, in this fashion. Right? Um, I just want to be able to inspire others to take action to create the kind of lives that they want to live. Um, super tight family, tight-knit family. Um, a really great uh, friend group that I consider to be like an extension of my family. So just doing things that shows them um, like there's nothing you can't do. Welcome to season two of the Veerverse Live podcast. Before we get into our mindful minute to help you transition from what you were just doing into this conversation, a branch from the tree of transparency. <laughs> the designer's wife makes an appearance on the mic as she was having a super important work call of her own. And this raises the questions, what work from home struggles have you experienced in the past couple of years? And can we embrace these struggles to solidify stronger than ever partnerships with our loved ones going forward? Okay, off to the mindful minute. Enjoy. everybody. Chance here, also your designer, and I'd like to welcome you back into Fearverse, the place where changemakers come to unlock a balanced soul and scale positive impact. Last week, our changemaker had this very tough global topic, something that connects us all, yet disconnects us all, and it's hard to know exactly what to do about it. We were left with a few questions carry us forward. How does an individual bend rather than break when everything around us seems to be falling apart? And how can humanity do this very same thing? How do we respond to the brokenness of the world when we're just one person? So once again, we're being led forward by our Sada Moon mentor, the present squirrel, to keep the conversation going forward. Yeah, thanks, Chance. And hey, everyone, MCK, aka the present squirrel. Bounce is a tool created to help entrepreneurial changemakers just like you to make better decisions faster without second guessing yourself, even if you're a chronic overthinker, which we all might have a little bit of experience with. And so before we jump in, for those of you who have yet to experience Bounce, 
The anonymous changemaker and I are going to have a 20-minute conversation where they will be open and honest about a situation that's top of mind for them. I'll simply be a great listener and ask them a series of good questions. Now, in our audience today, we have a couple of other changemakers who will be observing the conversation and offering their biggest insight and their biggest question at the end. So without any further ado, let's get started. Hey, changemaker, you ready to get going? Yes, I am. All righty then. One, two, three. So what's on your mind? Uh, so the topic that's been on my mind is something that um, has been on my mind since about the top of the year, and that is uh, integration, specifically integrating the shadow. That's something that's been on top of mind because last year, I would say about second half of last year, I went through an experience that um, I can describe as a bit of an ego death. So at this point in my life, um, going through a period of reconstruction. So now I'm at that phase of reconstruction where I'm looking at what's needed, what's not needed, and looking at some of the things that may, I may have discarded or don't know even exist and seeing where that fits um, in the present moment. Yeah. So can you tell me more about the shadow? As I understand it, it's not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily what it is, or at least as I interpret it. Um, the shadow is just unknown, or it is just infinite. As, yeah, as I understand it, or at least as I interpret it, that's what the shadow is to me. Yeah. And so when you think about integrating something like this, I mean, what's the best way to start? That is a good question. Um, I think a great place to start is probably the end or where do I want to be as an individual? Um, my personal life, professional life, um, where, my, where do I want my relationships to be, both interpersonal, um, like connections, things of that nature. Um, where do I want my mind to be? Where do I want um, my soul to be? Where do I want all of these things to be um, to get an ideal picture or a picture of what the ideal outcomes would look like for those things? Um, I think is where I would need to start in order to get a good idea of um, what the path forward looks like. Mm -hmm. So I guess these are all specific categories, I guess, within the whole of, you know, let's call it your life. What, what do you think is the larger where you want to be answer? Uh, that's something that I'm still I'm still trying to narrow down myself because, you know, we all got, I mean, we're all human, right? We, we all want um, peace, happiness, tranquility. Um, we all want good fortune for um, ourselves as well as others. Um, but I guess that's, that's probably like the, the big picture sort of desire. Um, 
I'd have to be honest, I'd be lying if I said I had one answer to that question. Um, yeah, that's something that I'm not too sure of at the moment. Yeah. Which is totally okay. I mean, it's, it's a big topic. So I guess when thinking about the personal, the professional relationships, your mind, your soul, like these kinds of things, what, it, you know, in the absence of knowing sort of that, that larger goal, what do you think is the best way to kind of, I guess, bind these things to something? Or I guess when you think about these categories, maybe the better question is, which of these categories do you feel like you have clarity on now hmm. in terms of that ending space that you're thinking about? I would have to say the soul. Um, again, as I understand it, um, it's not something that I bring up or say lightly. I believe that it is like the soul is like, um, you know, that like you're in a kingdom, but it's also, um, like the, the magnetic field, right? Um, and connected to that, I got my mind, which is like the compass. So looking at these things, um, at least the way that they're organized, I feel like if my soul is in a good place or if I feel like the, the things that I'm doing, things that I'm involved with um, kind of feed that, uh, I think everything else from there kind of, so I guess it's, yeah, so everything else kind of falls into place um, when that's in alignment. Or I should say things are a lot easier to align when that's, when the, the magnetic field is strong or when I have a lot of confidence in it. So I think the question that's coming up for me a little bit is it sounds like mind and soul are kind of like in a category and then personal professional and relationships are like a category almost like and i think the thing that's coming up for me it's almost like a you know chicken or egg situation like is it trying to put personal professional and relationships you know in a good place which feeds into the mind and or the soul or the compass or the magnetic field or is it like the mind and the soul, which by getting those, those contribute to the personal professional relation? Like, do you see those also as similarly as a couple of different categories or like, how do you see those potentially relating to each other? It's funny you bring that up because that's something that I've juggled with in my mind. And it's almost like pointing a mirror at a mirror. Um, so, and to kind of give a little bit more context as to why I look at it this way or why I look at that, um, those two concepts in that manner is because, um, like, I would, I would say like, um, I guess most ambitious people, or at least what I, I consider myself to be the person with high aspirations, but um, as a person who was in the past is very ambitious, um, things that um, that motivated me or some of the things that I sought to attain no longer interest me now. Um, material gain and material, material success 
is something that no longer drives me. So I'm not ashamed that it did in the past, but I'm glad I'm at a point where those things no longer have um, that big of a hold on me. So with that, it has me, I'm reevaluating, um, I guess I'm reevaluating the, I guess the, where some of the, I guess there's some things currently rank in my life um, in regards to things in my professional life and things in my professional life. Um, if, if I had to answer the question, I would say if, like to the chicken egg approach, I really think it starts with self before it even gets into anything in like um, anything that deals with commerce or my vocation, um, because that'll always be there in some form. Um, but I've learned that some of the things that I may take on may do more harm than good. Uh, I may see, receive a benefit in the short term or in the short run, but in the long term, the sacrifice may not be worth it. Mm-hmm. What would be an example of something like that? When you're running a company or a business or as an entrepreneur or entrepreneur, opportunities come up when you're good at your, um, when you're good at your craft. Opportunities come up with a wide array of people, wide array of individuals from all different walks of life and backgrounds. And your values may not align with everyone. But in the past, I've let the, I would call a misalignment. I wouldn't let that deter me from going after the opportunity because I, what I saw or what I thought would be on the other side of that, uh, accomplishing that. So an example would be maybe doing business with someone who didn't have the greatest reputation but it wouldn't be a concern of mine because I thought, well, I'm an honest individual. I'm an accountable person. I'm um, someone I believe, or uh, the people I've been blessed to be around, you're honest, you're courageous, you're wise, you're all these things. I, the ego, I would say, uh, because I, had, uh, I, I felt, I believed I was those things, um, that doing work with that individual wouldn't harm me. And in fact, would probably change them. Um, but it ended up turning into a situation where it was just a lot of lessons that were learned. And the lessons that were learned was this all could have been avoided if you trusted, trusted your gut and trusted because you were honest, courageous, wise, that another, you don't have to take this opportunity. Um, other ones will be out there. I guess not having a fear of missing out, that sort of thing. Cool. So we're just a little bit over 10 minutes right now. How is this conversation going and how are you feeling? I'm feeling like, um, I don't know if you're 
I've never really watched this show either, but it's like this show on um, A&E where it's like people have like a whole bunch of stuff in their house, like the hoarders or something. Yeah, the hoarders, like that show. And like the people come through and they like clean everything out for them. And it's like they have a whole new like perspective on like their living space and like even themselves, like they're they're a completely different individual at the end of it. Um, so I feel like um, right now we're in the process of throwing out a lot of um, a lot of things that have been uh, that I didn't even realize um, took up that much space in my mind. Hmm. So I'm I'm really thankful. Yeah, and and has there been a question or a moment so far that's been particularly helpful or useful? Um, the question um, on organizing or at least ranking. Um, where some or the things that I am attempting to prioritize, like where do they rank um, with the professional uh, things in the professional space and the things in the, um, the personal space, um, which one would take precedent? Because that's something that's been, um, I've been juggling back and forth between a bit. Excellent. So I love this kind of parallel you drew with hoarders and that's like such an interesting way I think to think about this. Um, so what corner of your thoughts, uh, should we start to organize and tackle next? Cause it seems like there's like a few different things, you know, that we kind of got going. So what's your thought on where we might want to go next with this? I would say with the reorganization of everything, um, I would like to continue down the path of, um, Exploring how, how should I put it? Um, exploring redefining success, or even like going through this process, redefining what, um, yeah, what success is. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's something that, again, that's something I'm still currently building out. Um, so I really love to, yeah, I'd love to get your feedback on, on some of those things. Well, so, okay, when it comes to redefining success, I mean, I also know that you were saying that, you know, these things start with ourself. So one thing that I was also wondering about too, is that when it comes to, you know, getting your soul right, or, uh, I don't know, or like, I guess, like strengthening that magnetic field, kind of as you were talking about a little bit, is that I guess, you know, which, which one comes first? Is it important to talk about the soul and the magnetic field? Because then that will help move towards what that definition of success is? Or do we start with the definition, definition of success, which informs us what to do to build up your soul or think about where you want to build your soul to get to that success? Um, I, think we, I think we definitely start with the definition. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you think the definition is, is at this point? At the foundation of it, would I would say, would be not having to sacrifice self-respect mm -hmm. um, for short-term for short-term gain or long-term for any kind of gain. Not having to sac sacrifice self-respect. Um, again, the material success is um, it'll come, it will go, um, but it's not something to cling on to. Mm -hmm. um, because people do dangle that in front of that that's the carrot right mm -hmm. um, 
So I guess not being susceptible to people dangling carrots. I, yeah, I think that'd be the definition of just not, not putting myself in a position where I'm sacrificing self-respect. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that's kind of like things that you don't want to do, but what are the things that you do want to do? Or what are the things that you do want to be able to achieve? I want to be able to be, I want to be an example of, um, I want to be an example of success um, in this fashion. Um, I just want to be able to inspire others to take action to create the kind of lives that they want to live. Um, Super tight family, tight knit family, um, a really great uh, friend group that I consider to be like an extension of my family. So just doing things that shows them um, like there's nothing you can't do. That's, that's pretty much like the core of what's motivating me at this point right now. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to motivate others, be an example for the people who are closest to you with, with the underlying, you know, feeling that, you know, there's nothing that you can't do. Yeah. And I know that, you know, material success isn't the thing that, you know, is like the number one thing, I guess, where does it fit in this though? Um, Cause of course, for you to be able to motivate others, for you to be an example, for you to do those things. There are probably certain material things that are important, even to that mission. What do you think yeah. those are? Absolutely. Um, I would say, and, and not to say that like, in a way where like, I'm, I judge others um, that do that do, um, you know, like, like buy nice things, like nice clothes, jewelry, watches, stuff like that, cars, like vacations, things of that nature. Like, I think that's something that, I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of or not want to go after. Um, uh, I, I guess, cause I'm coming from a family background where it's, uh, there was lack. So anything you did have, you appreciated it that much more mm-hmm. so my relationship to wanting that kind of material game like the big house the cars vacations and things of that nature they were coming from a place of lack mm-hmm. and now operating from more or or trying to operate more consciously from a place of abundance i think for me it would all have to I think, again, it, as long as it fits within the framework where I don't feel like my self-respect is, is, is that, um, is that odds of what I've, I've obtained? It's like, yeah, to be completely clear, like, yeah, I would, I would love a, a house, uh, like a, a nice home uh, in a mountain in Jamaica. I would love that. Um, my dream car, I would, love to have a 97 uh, m3 coupe like I would, I would love to have that um i think for me where material success is is 
the I would say, you know what, I would say it like this. Um, the barrier to entry, right? If that's the reward for the labor, reward for the suffering, um, the barrier of entry for those things are just going to be a little bit higher. So I, the obtaining it isn't necessarily the issue for me at this point, or I don't think it was an issue. Um, but I think getting those things, knowing that there's so many, there's so many things that you can do, or there's so many things that um, that could be done in order to obtain them. Um, I think for me, it's just limiting the scope of what could or will be done to obtain those things. It's just where material gain sits for me right now. So, yeah, well, I guess it's kind of had a breakthrough right there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, we've just hit 20 minutes. So based on what we've talked about, what would you like to do or what would you like to try next? Um. Yeah, I think I just, at this point, I would just love to hear um, everyone's feedback. Um, going through my journey, I've spoken to people who, um, this is not something that's uncommon. This is something that other people have gone through as well. So I would just love to hear either other people's experiences or other people's feedback on the, on the topic. And, and you definitely will. You'll get the insights and some questions. But imagine that none of us are here right? Imagine this is you walking away from this conversation. If you were to walk away right now, I mean, you just said you're like, Oh, I think that was a breakthrough. So when it comes to this topic that we're talking about, what, what do you want to do? Or what do you want to try to keep you moving on this pathway to better identifying or clarifying or understanding how to integrate? That's a good question. Um, I think I'll just start with um, like what we talked about before is just, I guess, taking time to write down okay like where does everything rank where does everything sit just write all that down so i can see it in front of me and then from there um just kind of go through a reorganization process um that particular moment where i felt like i had a breakthrough was that some things like visualization like vision like those type of things like i'm a big person on that i know other people are big on that as well I was always a bit uncomfortable visualizing myself with some of the things that I would like to have because I felt like it was in conflict with um, or a regression or a repeating of some of the things that led me to those particular situations in the past because those were kind of at the forefront. But um, going through that or going through this conversation, I think what I want to do is just kind of sit down like, you know, yeah, like, all right, for this to happen, right, there's just nothing wrong with having this. If we were to obtain this, okay, now with this new lens that I have, what would need to be done in order to obtain that? And then I think from there, I'll probably be able to build out um, a solid roadmap of um, what I want the next couple of months or next couple of years to look like. Awesome. Well, Thank you for being so open and honest and for sharing your situation with me. No, thank you for being a great listener. And, uh, you know, thank you all for, um, for having me on. I know that those 20 minutes went by super quick. Um, there's a lot of information in there. And, you know, our brains process things in different ways and at different speeds. So before we move into Observer Insights, MCK and I'd like to invite you to just take two minutes and kind of write down any additional observations, insights, questions that might come to mind. 
Yeah. And, you know, if you're a bit like me and you were ferociously taking notes, you know, you can also take the next two minutes to go back over your notes and circle the things that really stood out to you. Or you can do both. And afterwards, we are going to have our observers share their biggest takeaway and the one question that they'd most like to ask today's anonymous change maker. So uh, our two minutes starts now. And it's about one minute gone, one minute to go. Fifteen seconds. And five, four, three, two, one. All right, we're done. Let's move into our kind of sharing is caring part of the conversation today. So the researcher is actually going to kick us off with her biggest insight and most top of mind question for today. Your challenge, 30 seconds or less. Over to you, friend. Thanks, Chance. Oh my goodness, 30 seconds. Okay. This conversation just feels so relevant to the work that change makers are doing. Um, I feel like shadow work and integration are both so important. Um, if we as individuals and collectively as humanity are going to tackle the meta crisis we're, we're facing. Um, I think integrating the shadow requires that we make friends with all the parts of ourselves, especially the parts we judge um, as unacceptable or even unlovable. So my question to the anonymous change maker would be, how can you cultivate or find ways to practice self-acceptance and self-love in your life, especially during difficult or challenging times? Back to you, Chance. 
Yeah, what a question for the road ahead. Um, wow. Okay, well, we have some new friends with us today as observers. The symbiotic is hanging out. What, what did you find in the conversation? And what question would you like to leave with our anonymous change maker for the day? Well, to begin with, um, there was like this, this two words that caught me right from the beginning. And I, I think I still need to do some research on it. And, uh, and it's basically just shadow integration. And, 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 and of course, like for me, uh, is trying to understand this a little bit more. And from, from the conversation, um, what I got is basically just no matter the results, never fail on putting yourself first. And the question that I would like to ask to the anonymous change maker is from your own, from your own personal experiences dealing with ego, what advices would you give to people that struggle with saying yes to all opportunities? All right. Popcorn style. On we go over to the perspective. Hello. Hi, everyone. It is beautiful yet disrupting of one's worldview to be experiencing this type of transformation. Um, my one question is, is there a risk in your mind to focusing on the soul rather than on the personal professional? Oh, the work continues. Wow. Okay. Well, designer here. So share my takeaway. You know, it's really interesting, this interweaving of not sacrificing self-respect on the path to success on terms that align with our values while also being willing to sacrifice a bit of the material things in life that clutter our lives and make it harder to live life the way that aligns with our values this feels like a really sustainable mindset but also a complicated formula so i think the the question that i would ask is early on you mentioned this idea of a compass that can help you navigate this kind of magnetic field of the soul. The question would be, what is that compass? What does it do for you? How does it help you wayfind? What are some of the tools and practices and things that that compass can allow you to do to examine this? So present squirrel, what, what were your insights as we went along? And do you have any questions on your side left to, to get out there? Yeah, thanks, Chance. And thanks to all the rest of those insights and questions from, from all the other observers. It's pretty powerful. Um, my biggest takeaway from today, I think, is uh, about the hoarding, actually. Like, I love that moment where, you know, you sort of like describe this experience being like the TV show Hoarders and how uh, people get a whole new perspective on their space and, and, and relating that, I think, to uh, you know, the clutter, the things that, uh, you're experiencing in your mind. I thought that was really powerful for me. And I think the question that I would ask goes back to, uh, something that our anonymous change maker said at the very, very beginning, it's just what's needed and what's not needed. Um, so I think I just want to reflect that one back because I think that was a question that I wanted to ask at one point, but I didn't really know where to find the space for that. So that's all for me back over to you chance. Yeah, so as our conversation today comes to a close, for all of you that have been listening in, if, if your interest is piqued by today's Bounce conversation and you have a desire to, to gain a little bit greater clarity and make better decisions faster in your life, MCK has been putting together a trifecta of prompts and exercise that you can go through. So if you'd like to jump into that, join our Veraverse email experience at linktree slash veradescent. That'll be posted in your show notes as well. 
and you'll receive prompt one of three after you sign up. All right. And before we wrap, Anonymous Changemaker, thank you again for being part of today's conversation and for being so open and honest with your situation. One last question for you. What do you think has been the most valuable thing for you in today's conversation? Thank you, uh, everyone, for the feedback. Um, I think the most valuable thing from today's conversation, honestly, has just been getting someone outside of myself to ask these questions. Um, I think the moment where we were talking about where does everything rank um, in relation to things around the soul versus um, the personal or professional relationships um, that helped me kind of get a better idea of like how I view things. So I think the conversation as a whole is really great because again, it's just always get to, it's not too often you get to get out of your head with these, um, these particular subjects. So I would just say, just, yeah, the conversation as a whole has been, um, been really great. But if I had to pinpoint it down to one thing, it would definitely be the, um, the part where we kind of get to the decluttering, like that, that particular point of the conversation. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. All right. So as we jump aboard the Viridescent Mothership and depart the moon for this week, for anyone that is listening today or on the podcast, if you want to take a more active role from the moon of Kusada, we would love to invite you to become an observer and participate in the conversation. You can find that in your show notes. Lastly, thank you. Thank you just for joining us and helping us support a change maker just like you. See you all next week. This is your Vera Vigilantes signing out with a little nature experience as always. Later, friends, and be well.